It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Chuck Daly used to always say there is no such thing as an ugly win. And so before we get to anything else, 2-0 is 2-0. I'm not going to complain about it, but the Orlando Magic have a lot of work left to do. Let's get to it. It's time for a weekend edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 28th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross from Reich. I'm the site expert and editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic are 2-0. Let's be happy about it. Let's celebrate it. Let's enjoy this feat that the Magic haven't done since 2021. We all kind of know how that season went, but nevertheless... Wins are good, but the important thing is that you're learning lessons even while you're winning. So that was a Stan Van Gundy quote. We're going to go through all the former Magic coaches today. Um, but what the Magic have learned about themselves in these first two games, and particularly in this game against Portland, and the work that's still left to do. We're going to get to all of that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. If you watched uh, Orlando Magic All Access uh, on the preseason, um, uh, the Orlando Magic's little web series going behind the scenes with the team, um, Jamal Mosley really laid the mission statement for this team. And, and he's been doing it publicly, but... The thing that stood out to me and the thing that really got me like jazzed up and ready to go was watching him before the Magic took on the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans, the first preseason game, watching him say, let's just go over our expectations again. I believe we could be a top five defensive team in the league. Publicly, they've been all saying top 10. He said, I believe we could be a top five defensive team in the league. I believe there are three all defensive first or second team players on this team. That was, that that got me excited because it told me that, okay, whatever expectations they're sending out externally for us to kind of judge them by, they're judging themselves to, to that much higher of a standard. They believe they can be that much better. And obviously we're just two games into this thing. So we got a long, 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 long way to go. But if there's been something consistent about these two games, about the 116-86 victory over the Houston Rockets on Wednesday and now a 102-97 victory over the Portland Trailblazers, if there is one thing that is consistent, it is that 
This team is going to get after you defensively. This team is going to be disruptive defensively. And at the very least, this defense is going to make up for a lot of mistakes on the offensive end. This win Friday night was frustrating and ugly. If this were a championship contending, championship level team, we would not be covering anything positive from this game because consistently Orlando kept the door open. They made mistakes that let Portland back into the game. They look, Portland played hard. They, they, they stayed afloat. They found their groove. They found ways to attack, to attack. They found ways to stop the magic more importantly, but judging by the missed free throws that Orlando had alone, this game should have been a blowout. Um, I was on PSF, uh, talk, you know, kind of watching the game uh, along with people, and, and feel free to join join that uh, next time I do that. Um, and I and I was telling my my listeners there that it really feels like the Magic are going to eventually win this game by twelve to fourteen points, like fairly comfortably. And really, what we're waiting for them to do is to, to stretch this out to twenty. But that's not what happened. Instead, what happened was Orlando would get the lead out to 12, 13 points. They got it out to 13 in the fourth quarter. And then Portland would reel them in. They'd make a couple threes. They'd get a turnover. They'd get to the foul line, especially. And they would make this a tight game again. And Orlando just couldn't string together enough made baskets at, at key moments to put this game fully and finally away. When they were up by 10 with three and a half to go, or three minutes to go, whatever it was, it felt over then. It was an and one from Mo Wagner, great pass from Franz. It felt over. And then Portland just etched away, and suddenly they were down two or three with a minute to go. But here's the thing. Defense travels. And despite giving up some runs and, and despite giving up uh, some, some points and bunches, the Magic's defense stood tall time and time again. Orlando's defense made the plays, made the stops, made it so Orlando could make mistakes on offense and still find themselves with a chance to win. That's the good stuff. And look, this is a Portland team that is not very good. It's a Portland team that is not super interested in playing defense themselves. This makes Orlando's offensive struggles uh, mildly concerning. There are bigger tests ahead, and more specifically Monday, when the Magic face the Los Angeles Lakers. But this Magic defense feels very real, especially among the starters. Jalen Suggs was active and engaged, getting uh, four steals in the game. Paolo Bancaro had what had now you didn't credit him with the steal. They should credit him with that steal. The Magic, oh, sorry, that was only four quarters. Let me take a look at the full game. Um, Paolo Bancaro had two steals. Orlando as a team had ten steals and for sixteen turnovers for eighteen points. They recorded thirteen fast break points on six for seven shooting. Orlando was disruptive defensively. They swarmed defensively. They forced turnovers. They got deflections. They made Portland miserable for a good chunk of 48 minutes. And that's who this team is going to be. 
This will not be the last ugly game the Magic play and the last ugly game the Magic win because, again, as Chuck Daly said, there is no such thing as an ugly win. This is who this team is. And we were curious, what is this team's identity? And they told us all over and over and over and over, over again that it was going to be a defensive identity, that they were going to get stops, they are going to defend physically. There's still plenty to clean up, but we're going to get to that in a minute. But the Magic relied on their defense in a tough road environment, in a tough road game against a hungry team that that did not quit. You can listen to Mike Richmond on, on Locked on Blazers. This team did not quit. They deserve a ton of credit because there were a lot of moments when they could have uh, and, and a lot of reasons why they could have and a lot of flaws that they played through and found a way to give themselves at least an outside shot. Orlando was in control of this game the entire way. Portland took a brief lead. It was tied at 80 late in the third. There were a lot of reasons for Orlando to be frustrated and for Portland to feel like they were playing with house money. And yet Orlando was the one that consistently got the stops and pulled away. The final most important sequence of the game was Jalen Suggs in transition, forcing Shane Sharp to mishandle the ball and deflecting it out of bounds. And then on that ensuing inbounds, pulling the chair on Jeremy Grant and forcing a jump ball. Jalen Suggs, guys, is a maniac on defense. He's a pure chaos agent. And when he's hitting enough shots, he is really, really good. And the Magic, through two games, looked like a defensive juggernaut. If there's whatever we need to learn in these first five games or these first ten games or the first quarter of the season, it's establishing this team's identity. We all knew how good they could be when they finished sixth in the league in defensive rating from December 7th to the end of the season. We knew that. This is another level. This is a different defensive team. A a team that uses its defense to lead. And frankly, a team where everybody is bought in on that identity. For now, that's a huge thing. And something to be very, very happy about. We're going to talk, though, about the things that went wrong and why we're still going through a learning and maturation process with this Orlando Magic team. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word for our friends over at FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. This app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
if, if we're not talking about defense, which which is the big thing, and, and look, the Magic do a lot of really good things defensively. I think they 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 collapse really well and use their length to to keep guys from kicking out to the three point line. Um, we talked. Uh, I talked a whole segment on defense. Flowers, Jalen Suggs, Wendell Carter's um, rim protection and verticality, simply stunning. Uh, just a, there's a run in that second quarter, and uh, there's a run in that second quarter where he was just he didn't record a block. And if you look at the box score, and we'll do box score review in a bit, um, it, it would not seem like Wendell Carter had a great game. Wendell Carter was essential to this game and essential to this win. I I, I love the game. You know, people know that I am I could be a bit of a Wendell Carter skeptic when it comes to the playoffs, and 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 I, there was a play at least where I found that very well founded. Um, but his defense, without being with without being a like supreme above the rim shot blocker, just absolutely incredible, and and that just cannot go unnoticed. This team is defending at a very very very, very high level. And, and that's, that's frankly just a very exciting thing to see and a very exciting thing to see develop. But if we're not talking about defense, we've been talking a lot about this team's maturation and how this team is growing and developing and, and, and evolving as a, as a young team trying to win. Like that is, that is the storyline of the season. That is the storyline of, of what this season's about. It's about growing up. And look, this team has said that they're mature, that they're maturing, that they're growing. And we've seen that play out. And even this game, they showed that maturation. But we got to remember, the devils are always in the details. The, the, the most important thing that this team does is learn how to get the little things right. Um, I, I, I noted this like, Good teams take care of their business. Um, good teams make the good teams do what the Magic did in the final three and a half minutes of the second quarter. Portland got got, got back into the game. Actually, took a brief lead. They didn't they didn't lead for very long this game, but they did lead for a little bit in the second quarter. And Orlando closed. It, the Magic were down fifty to forty seven, and the Magic closed the final three and a half four minutes of the of the second quarter on a 16 to five run. Their defense was excellent. They got out in transition. They finished at the basket. They flowed. They had energy. This was, this is what good teams do. They close the quarter. Well, they start the second half. Well, they do these things that extend their leads, that give them some cushion, that give them some breathing. room. And even in the fourth quarter, the magic did the job. There's a four point game. I sat there and I said to, to my, to my viewers on PSF, um, I said the magic need to the magic's bench crew needs to get this lead out to seven or eight. There's about six, five to six minutes left in the game, and then hand the baton off to the starters to close the deal. Portland brought some of their starters in early. They would be tired. Orlando needed to take care of their business. Now it turned out Orlando did not. Orlando stuck with Franz Wagner and Mo Wagner. Um, they looked tired. Cole Anthony looked tired, and they didn't go back to Paolo. They stuck with Franz. Franz had a really good fourth quarter except that he shot two for six um, or two for nine or whatever it was. Um, you know, I turned a really good shooting game into a bad shooting game because he looked a little gassed in that fourth quarter. He played a lot in that fourth quarter. This, this, a game like this against Portland where the margin for error is really wide. Orlando did not play great offensively. They really struggled to find their rhythm and find their flow. 
But the margin for error is wide. Portland's not a good team. Like, no offense to Portland. No offense to any Blazers fans that are listening. That's a young team. They're making mistakes. You could tell they haven't played together very much. Coaching is iffy. I know a lot of Blazers fans aren't thrilled with the job that Chauncey Phillips has done so far. Um, they're not a good team. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. They're going to have a high draft pick next year. That's that's just the reality of it. Um, the margin for error is wide against a team like that. Orlando could play poorly. They could miss a ton of free throws. They could turn the ball over a lot and still win the game. But that's not the point. Yes, the win is good. We're not going to be upset about a win. Wins are good. Every win's going to matter in this race and, and for what the Magic are trying to accomplish. But you got to be about process over results. You got to be about the process and the way you do things because the way you do things against a team like Portland is the way you're going to do things against a team like the Lakers, against a team like the Clippers, against a team like the Bucks, against a team like the Mavericks. The way you do things matters. And Orlando is still getting this process right, this process stuff right. It's all about the details. As, as Mosley says, it's all about protecting the ball, not turning it over. Magic did okay at that. They weren't great. Um, it's about finishing possessions, finishing defense possessions especially. Your great defense doesn't mean anything if you're giving up offensive rebounds. Orlando gave up 15 offensive rebounds. 15 offensive rebounds. That led to 22 second chance points. That's not going to cut it. That's unacceptable for this Magic team. They've got to be better. Um, it's about making your free throws. Orlando got to the line 32 times. And, and look, the Magic need to get to the line 26, 27, 28. You know, Magic are 29% free throw rate team last year. They need to get to the line about 30 times per game. They did their job being aggressive attacking the basket. But leaving 11 points on the board, you know, a bit, uh, the big thing that I kept talking about is, okay, how do the Magic and the Magic scored only thirty nine points in in the fourth in the second half? Um, they scored thirty two and thirty one in the first two quarters. Um, 31-32, first quarter, thirty one, second quarter, thirty two. Um, they only scored thirty nine points in the second half and still won the game. It's a testament to their defense, which gave up only uh, forty two points. Um, but but here's the thing: Orlando makes. Half of those free throws, 21 of 32 makes half of those, gets to 27 of 32. That percentage is a little bit more acceptable. And now you've doubled your lead. Now you've won by 10 instead of five. Now it's a blowout instead of, it's the whole complexion of the game changed because the Magic left that door slightly ajar, left that door open. At the end of the day, what the Magic have said to us and what they've told us is we do not want to beat ourselves. Look, there's still maturation for this team to, do, to go through. Even that 30-point win, Orlando gave up a double-digit lead at the start of the first of the start of the second half to the Houston Rockets. Made that a game before they blew it back open. That was maturation to, to show that hey, we could withstand that run. We made mistakes. We came back. We fought. We won. And this is maturation too. Like, don't get me wrong. To win, the Magic don't win a game like this last year. The Magic give up that lead. They, you know, they fight back. It's close. Maybe they win it. Maybe they do still win it, but. It's not the it's not the control that they had over this game. The Magic always led in this game. I know Portland led for a briefly for by three. 
the Magic were always in control of this game. They were by far the better team. And it was their mistakes that let Portland hang around. That's the kind of stuff we're trying to stop. That's the kind of stuff this team needs to be better at preventing. And that's the ultimate story here. That's the ultimate story for this Magic team. That they have to be able to take that important next step and win these kinds of games running away. That's the next thing they have to learn. And look, Jamal Mosley has said that they work on this stuff. They play two-minute games where they have to protect the lead, where they have to come back from a deficit. They play these games to try and practice this stuff. So yes, they know this is a work in progress too. And look, it's better to learn these lessons in winning. I'm glad we're sitting here talking about these details and talking about getting better after a five-point win rather than a five-point loss. Stan Van Gundy was a big proponent, a big thing person who said this, like, look, you got to learn lessons while winning. Make mistakes, still win the game. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. The record, the record doesn't care how much you win by. You're still 2-0. and And so the Magic are still a work in progress. That, that much needs to be said. And there's still some work the Magic need to do. When we come back, we'll go through the final box score as we always do. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word for our friends over at Prize Picks. Look, daily fantasy games can be super duper confusing. There's those large salary tables with prices that don't quite make sense and scoring systems that are behind lock and key. And that's even before you get to the big pools with all the sharks who know what they're doing, leaving you fighting to just to get your money back. Don't play those other daily fantasy games. Play the best daily fantasy game, and that's prize picks. With the basketball season here, you can now pick uh, prize picks really is the most fun you're going to have playing daily fantasy. You can win up to 25 times your money this basketball season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections. That includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, you can take LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a combo, at a 10 and a half combo of three-pointers made and receptions. Doesn't that sound fun? PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy like this. I love playing Prize Picks. I've had a lot of fun playing Prize Picks. I usually win at Prize Picks, and honestly, that's the most important thing. If you think you're you're smart at sports, good at, good at these projections, Prize Picks is the game for you. Go to PrizePicks.com/slash/lockedonNBA and use code LockedonNBA for a first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. Again, go to PrizePicks.com/slash/lockedonNBA. Use code locked on NBA for that first deposit match of up to $100. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yolanda Magic defeat the Portland Trailblazers 102-97. And again, like, Portland's not a good team. The Magic have a lot of things they need to work on, but there's still a lot to be really excited about and a lot to, to really like. Winning in Portland's not easy. Winning on another team's opening night is, is definitely not – their home opener is not easy either. Um, I think Orlando does still deserve a lot of credit for being gritty, finding a way to win this game, even though they didn't have their best offense. They, they gutted it out. They really leaned on their defense. This is going to be a huge confidence builder for the Magic's defense because they know what they're capable of doing offensively. And, and certainly going into a game against the Lakers, no offense to Blazers, no offense to anyone else, the Lakers are a team that everybody gets up for. Um, I made this point on the PSF chat. Um, it's easy to get up for games against the Lakers, the Mavs, the Bucks, those, those elite teams. The trick for this team, the growth that they have to show, is that they can get up and get their work done against a team like Portland at the end of the day, they did that. So mission accomplished. Let's go through some final stats for you as the Orlando Magic win the game, 102 to 97. Here's the graphic. Orlando shoots just 45.6% from the floor, just nine for 28 from beyond the arc. Three-point attempts down a little bit. I, I Like I said, I want them up around 35. But by the same token, um, by the same token, the Magic won the stats that matter. You know, there, there are two stats that I really wanted to focus on in this game. They won fast break points 13 to seven. They get, had only five in the game on Wednesday, but they needed to force turnovers. They did that 16 turnovers for 18 points. Mission accomplished there. The big one points in the paint. Orlando outscores Portland 50 to 38 in the paint. Portland shoots just 19 for 43 in the paint. This is a big deal. This is a big step for Orlando. Honestly, we're going to, you know, I'll check this when we get a little deeper in the season. The Orlando Magic are going to win most games if they outscore their opponents in the paint. If they are comfortably ahead in points in the paint, the Magic are going to win. That is the basis of their defense. That is the basis of their offense. And honestly, we saw this Wednesday, all of the Magic's best offense came when they attacked the paint. Same thing happened on Friday. All of the Magic's best offense came when they attacked the paint. All they have to do is attack the paint, make sure they're getting paint touches, make sure they're living in the lane. They're going to get open threes. They're going to get open shots. They're going to get to the foul line. They're going to do all the things that they have to do. Um, like I said, Orlando shoots 45.6% from the floor, 9 for 28 from 3, 21 of 32, 65.6% from the foul line. They are at rebound in 47-45. They give up 15 second chance points for 20, or 15 offensive rebounds for 22 second chance points. Big area of concern that they have to improve. Our sponsor to be named later, player of the game, Franz Wagner. That was a weird cut. Sorry about that. Franz Wagner, 23 points, 8 rebounds, 6 for 16 shooting. He was 2 for 9 in the fourth quarter. Did score 8 points in the fourth quarter. So fourth quarter Franz still lives on, but little inefficient. Did get to the line. I love that he got to the line. 8 for 9 from the foul line. That's such a big thing that if Franz can get to the line, I don't expect him to get to the line at the same level as Paolo, but getting the line for for, for eight for 9 free throws, really big sign. Was 3 for 9 from deep, so a little bit rough from beyond the arc. Settled a little bit for 3, but again, same deal. When he got to the basket, when he attacked the rim, he was really, really effective. Um, so I really like the game that he played overall. Five rebounds as well. 
uh, sorry, sorry, I wrote that down wrong. I that that graphic is wrong. He had five rebounds, not eight. Uh, so I apologize for getting that uh, wrong. I, I don't know why I was. I don't know what I was looking at there. Um, sorry about that. Um, but five rebounds still a really good number for Franz. Uh, Paolo Bancaro with a solid game, fourteen points, five for twelve shooting, four uh, over oh four, uh, four for nine from the foul line. Did not take a three. Seven rebounds for him, four assists for him, but three turnovers. Um, Paolo Paolo had twelve of his fourteen in the first quarter in the first half, and he looked really aggressive in the first half. Was looking to get to the basket, forced his way to the line, did a lot of really good Paolo things. Um, second half, a little bit more pass focused. Um, Portland didn't really do much differently defensively. He was just looking to pass the ball a little bit more. Just got to get it. again. We're not worried about Paolo. He got his shots up. You know, he's not taking the 17, 18 that he did last year, but Paolo's got to be a little bit more aggressive. And, and, and the Magic got to find ways to get him more aggressive and get him shots in his spots. Um, you know, he just he's just too important. You know, he's getting to the line still, so it's not like he's completely uninvolved, but he's too important not to be super involved. There's going to be a game where the Magic need him. Maybe this wasn't that game. Maybe the read was pass the ball and the passing was working. But it just it didn't feel like he was as smooth with his reads as he was on Wednesday and without the scoring element. The Magic just need a little bit more. Um, and, and look, the challenges are going to get tougher here. Um, the Magic are going to need him to play really well in these next two games uh, against the Lakers and Clippers. You know, Franz is doing a good job carrying the, carrying the, the weight and load a little bit, but definitely some, some more work to do uh, for the Orlando Magic. Um, uh, the rest of the starters... Jalen Suggs, a really nice game. 11 points, 4 for 5 shooting. His only miss was a 3. 3 for 3 from the foul line. 5 rebounds, 4 steals. Felt like he was working on a quadruple double. He had 2 blocks. Just Again, I mentioned this earlier. Jalen Suggs is a chaos agent on defense. Just all over the place defensively. Just makes such a huge impact. Made life hell for Matisse Thibel. Made life hell for Shaden Sharp. I know Shaden Sharp sold 24 points, but 9 for 23 shooting. 4 for 11 from 3. Made life hell for Scoot Henderson. Seven points, three for 12 shooting, five fouls, five turnovers. Like Jalen Suggs is just a monster. And, and it's easy to see why he's just so disruptive and impactful defensively. Um, Wendell Carter, eight points, two for seven shooting, nine rebounds. Didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but again, fantastic defense from him. Mark L. Fultz, eight points, four for eight shooting, six assists. Did a good job distributing, kind of finding his places when he could find his place. Orlando with just 38 points off the bench. The bulk of them coming from two players. Cole Anthony, another solid game. 18 points, 6 for 15 shooting, 3 for 7 from deep. Just 3 for 6 from the foul line, though. So, again, more points left on the board. But Cole Cole kept the team afloat in the second quarter when they were really struggling a little bit more defensively. Made some big shots. You know, he's got the green light to kind of shoot wherever he needs to shoot it. Get in, get in a, a mid-range. Take pull-up threes. That's what you want your sixth man to be. That's what he is. Mo Wagner, 17 points, perfect, 8 for 8 from the floor, 9 rebounds, including 4 offensive rebounds. A really good game. Actually blocked a shot, too. Um, a really good game for Mo Wagner. Just slid in where the Magic needed him to, got to the basket, made some big plays, especially in that fourth quarter. He finished the game over Wendell Carter despite Wendell being really good because his offense was just solid. I would have made the switch back to Wendell at a certain point. I just thought I thought all three of the guys, Mo, Franz, and Cole, who played the entire fourth quarter, I believe, um, yeah, Franz played the entire fourth quarter. Cole played the entire fourth quarter. Mo Wagner played 10-27 in the fourth quarter. They all looked really tired and gassed uh, toward the end of the quarter. So I, I think especially 
I, they did eventually bring back Wendell, but but I think bringing back Cole uh, or taking Cole out a little earlier would have been the right call there too. Again, Orlando shoots 45.6% from the floor. Really got no other scoring elsewhere. Gary Harris had three points on one for five shooting. Portland's led by Shane Sharp with 24 points. Jeremy Grant with 15. Malcolm Brogdon with 18 on six for 15 shooting. Not an efficient night for Portland. They shoot just 39.8% from the floor, nine for 32 from deep, 18 for 21 from the line. Fouling continues to be an issue for the Magic. They continue to send guys to the line, but clearly Orlando able to get to the line a lot more and be more effective. They're getting turnovers, 16 turnovers, forced five on Scoot Henderson, three on Shaden Sharp, three on Jeremy Grant. Just really frustrated Portland, kept them from getting to a rhythm. They always could lean on their defense to, to carry them, be their backbone, and eventually lead them to a win. The Orlando Magic defeat the Portland Trailblazers 102-97. to They're back in action Monday in Los Angeles against the Los Angeles Lakers. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the places podcast. You download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. And, for, and of course, check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. Check it out at patreon.com slash Hub. That's going to do it for me today. I got to get some sleep. I got a UCF game to go to in the morning. So until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.